what you see when you're looking at the aura is your emotional body, the colouring of the way people are emotionally. So this is the energy field of an emotional body. Now, the good thing, energies that come from through all the planes of perception, and they're not related to this, these auric colourings. The, the energy of divinity. I was just talking about the rays to... Um, so when you're going to the colours of the aura, you're going to this plane, this sixth plane down. Each one of these, these like the mind itself, has its own colourings. So, but I won't go into that, because you're not going to be able to see the, the colours of the mind, what we're trying to do. But if you um, become telepathic, and you can read people's minds, you'll see that the colours come out whatever their thoughts are, according to these colours of the aura. The aura is what clothes the thoughts. So, you know, I can... I've seen these thoughts come out of people and you can see the shapes and and the colours and then you can read that from that point of view. Now, the good thing about seeing the aura, it does not really need you to awaken the chakras because you can see the aura with the eye itself, the mechanism of the eye. There's two little chakras at the eye. And so it's a similar technique as with meditation. So I'm going to give you the technique. I'm going to show you how to see the aura, and then you can practice your yourself. Now, the... Energy field, now you've, you've all learnt about the energy field from, from Siberio's work. So every person, every living thing, and even the, the non-living things, have energy going through them. And so this, this whole energy field is, we call the, the etheric double. So the etheric double. The, this energy field, the etheric double, is the easiest thing to see. And you'll see that, and hopefully you'll see that before you see the aura. Not the energy field, it's, it's the, what we call the Nadi system. It's what the chakras and the, the lines of energy, like the acupuncture points, they live in this energy field. The meridians, yes. The energy field, the every double, is really part of your physical body. And it's the energies that are going through your physical body. Right? And that, that makes you healthy and you, you're sick and things like that. And this is what you've been dealing with, the magnetic... Okay, we, we call it the ethers. There's actually four... The physical plane is subdivided into seven subplanes. And there's the three subplanes that are physical, as we know, the what we call the liquid, the, uh, the gaseous, and the earthy. And then there's four subplanes of the ethers, the four ethers. And so this is where the energy fields are, where the nadis, the line of forces, where all of the energies that you, you know, what we call prana, is conveyed through. So before you go to look at the aura, as I said, first of all, you relax your mind. You don't want a strong light. You want a dim light. so, and also a candle, for instance, is really nice. A candle. Or a very, very dim light, so it's not very strong. And you want behind you, or behind what you're looking at, uh, something like that, a white or cream colour wall or piece of paper. 
It is the candlelight. You don't, it doesn't have to be. It, now it can be on the table, or it can be. But you don't want a strong light. You can actually see once you get used to it in the dark, and you can see the light around you in the dark. It's quite interesting. Okay, the Efric double is what you'll probably see is for most of you up to about a half, a quarter of an inch to a half an inch away, but in reality, it's more like about two centimeters. Goes up. Depending on, you know, for me, I, I have a very strong energy field, so for me it comes out a lot. For others, the energy field may not be very strong and therefore it's closer to the body. Okay, so it depends on, on the person you're looking at. Now, it's good, for instance, like in this sort of light, you can put your hand on a white piece of paper like this and what you have to learn to do is not look at the hand directly. You have to look away. That's what we call peripheral vision. You've got to relax your mind. You're not thinking of anything particularly. And now, if you watch me, if I've got my hand on this paper and I want to look at my aura, one thing that you have to understand also is that if you've done any physiology and you know that in the eyes there's what they call rods and cones. That's just the mechanism of the eye. What I'm trying to say, if I'm looking at the blue chair there, or your orange, what's the eye will get tired of seeing the orange, and it will see green instead, the complementary, the opposite colour. If it's looking at the chair, it will see yellow because it's getting tired of the colour, or see the opposite, the complementary colour, you understand? That's, that is so, this is quite, this is science, you can, you can practice with something like, something that's, the colour will change, because your eyes have gotten tired of that colour, right? Now you have to understand this pink colour <laughs> of your, the skin, if you're looking at this pink, the opposite colour is a type of green, so it's the same as if I'm looking at, at the blue chair and I see yellow, it's because my eyes get tired and if I'm looking at the pink of my skin and I'm seeing green, it's because my eyes are getting tired. You understand? You've got to watch out for, for that effect. That's not, uh, that That's not the aura, it's your eyes being tired. All of you can practice if you have a, we've got a white piece of paper. Yeah. What the effect is, it's just simply the energy coming out of your fingertips, out of your body. Yes. There's millions of little pores. As you know, you've got little pores that you sweat with. And likewise with the nadis, you have millions of little pores of energy. Oh. So the energy comes out. And I'll describe to you this effect energy, this effect field. If you look at one or two fingers, just your fingers are very good because the easiest way to see the aura and the energy field is either around your hand or around the head. What you'll see when you look just away from your fingers, you'll see a, a lovely band of clear energy. It'll look white. Now the etheric body can be clear white or it can go all the way to grey or slight purple, uh, what we call a lavender colour. 
So if you look away, when you see this white band around your fingers, you have to look very carefully and then you'll see what looks like little bubbles, like boiling water that comes out of it. And the boiling water is really um, little lines of energy that your eye is seeing like bubbling (laughs) coming out. If you can relax a lot, you'll see that this, this energy comes out longer. You can see, you'll finally be able to see the fine little lines up to about one centimetre um, coming out of your body, out of your hands. If I do this, you should be able to feel the energy. Right? You can see that tingling. And that's what you're trying to look at coming out of your fingers. Right? That's the energy and you can play with that energy and it's very, very good to play with because you know to here in the palm of your hand, here in each of the hand is a chakra. And the chakras are used for healing and many other things. And the, the chakras, so, and it sends out to the five fingers the five pranas, the five streams of energy. Well, I should go into prana later, but there's five types of energy that it can use. And so each of the fingers, it's sending out these streams of energy. If I use your fingertip to my fingertip, if um, you're looking at carefully, you'll see like lightning flashes going from one fingertip to the other. And you should be able to feel that little tingling as the lightning is going. That flash is what you have to learn to, you have to, learn to keep. And so when you see the flash, then momentarily you see the energy. But then you have to relax. See, as soon as you see the flash, you react. Yeah, the energy you'll see will be um, white, or when you get really, really good at it, you'll see it have a very slight uh, lavender hinge. As soon as you react to what you see, it'll go. And so this is what you have to practice. You have to practice looking away and and relaxing the mind and then seeing it. And once you've seen it, you have to keep focused away from it. Uh, Once you've discovered how to see it, you can teach the others. <laughs> you can you can practice. Right? What you're what you're seeing and what you're feeling, you can do if you do this with your hands at this angle. Just uh, um, maybe one centimeter away from your palms, and just twirl it around. You'll still feel the tingles yourself from hand to hand. Get closer. Bring your hands closer. Only about one centimeter away, and just turn it around. Just gently, you should feel the lightning. Yeah, but you should also feel the tingling of the energy from from one hand to the other. As you get used to this, you'll begin to just put your hand like that and all of a sudden you'll see the glow. It's like a... It glows. That's that's what... And it can be very bright when you get used to this energy field. So this is what we call the Efric Double. And when you get used to it, you'll see the very fine lines of energy coming out. When a person is healthy, the lines of energy comes out very strong. And when a person is sick, then it'll be weak. So that's the reason why they call it the health aura. And people can use this to heal others, you know, magnetic healing and things like that. With seeing the aura, this energy field, this every body is a stronger energy and it's, it's more dense. 
Well, that's the best way I can describe it. The aura is a lighter energy. The aura is just simply a lighter energy. I, I can't really describe it um, than the etheric. It's not lighter in colour. Its energy is lighter. Right? It's more vibrant. Not so dense. And so, so it's a bit harder to see. Now, there's one good little secret when you want to see the aura, is that in the hand, normally at near the tips of your finger, about one, you know, we've used centimetres, two, two and a half or three centimetres down, the colours change. And to make to know that you're actually seeing the aura, you want a clear band of colour. Now, a clear band means, I'll use like here, there's a finger tip, so there's your finger, and there'll be a colour here, which will be a green colour generally, and then there'll be another colour here. I'll use it, say, blue. It can be different. So there's one colour, and then there's another colour. When you're actually looking at the aura, and, and what you saw before with the energy field flashing in, the same will be with the auric colours. They'll suddenly flash into your eye, you'll quickly see colour. But what you have to make sure is that you're actually seeing the aura and not that your eye is being tired. So this is what happens. You, 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 you're looking somewhere around about two or three centimetres from the fingertips and you want to see somewhere around there a change of colour. And when you see that change of colour, and I'll only be quick, you'll see it quickly at first, um, then you know you've seen the aura. And after a while, you'll begin to see it coming out 10 centimetres, but it'll be quick, and then later on you'll learn to stabilise. It can be bigger, but it's harder to see as it gets further out. Now, as I said, one of the good places to do this trick is in the bath. It's good after you have a shower, or when you're in the bath and you're relaxed. And then you can just look at your hand or your foot or something like that. Likewise with your foot, there's a colour change um, at your toes, which is different than the colour of your foot. There's another chakra, like there's a chakra at the base on your palm of your hand, there's also one in the middle of the foot. And it produces this type of thing. So what I'm sort of saying, you can look at your knee, there's chakras at the knee, which produces a colour change. But you need to see those the difference of colour. The normal colour of most people is this green colour, this dull grey-green it's called, of adaptability. It's adaptability because it's the way we handle material life. We're always active and busy and those general colourings of being active and busy and often somewhat selfish in our thinking, that's this grey-green. It's, sort of, it's called adaptability. It's there. Daniel will make this. The other easy place to see the aura, and the easiest of all, next to the hands, is around your head. Now, you've seen, all of you have seen paintings of halos around saints, this golden halo that the, the Christians put, that's because the aura they, around their head is so strong, many people have seen it and they've painted it, mm-hmm. what they've seen, the halo. So each of you have this energy yeah, around your head. 
It doesn't necessarily be like that, very strong like that, but it's a, it's an energy that radiates out from your head and it, it moves like this a little bit. Now, the trick here is that generally here at the shoulders, there's a colour change. Below, the, below that, it's the generally this colour of adaptability. And above that, there'll be a different colour, which is the colour that's around your head. Around the head, there is the colour that you need to see or that you will see is either, now if you're a highly spiritual person, you'll have either a, this very light lemon yellow or the very light sky blue, right? And that's spirituality, intuitional. So the very highest spiritual beings have these colours. But most people have orange this orange of the intellect, so this orange of yeah, orange of the colour of the mind, of the thinking. So the orange around the head. If you'll see this orange around your head, and it's good, especially with, with this darker hair or, or your grey hair, because it's not uh, interfering with <laughs> uh, something else. You should see it relatively easy. The, the easiest time to see it is when you come out of the bath uh, and you go to a mirror and you look in the mirror and try to see your aura around your head. You're not, you know, the clothing is not interfering with your vision, as I told you, the, the problem with the, the colour, and your whole, you've been relaxed, therefore your mind is not active or anxious, it's quiet and calm, and it's clean. There's no dirt and all those things, so the aura generally is stronger, and you can see easier. I remember when I was um, about 18, I used to go out of the bath and I'd, I'd really look at this, all this light around my body. It was quite a, a fun thing to look at all the time. But you can also see practice. Darkness you know, you, or... You put a candle on. Candles. You put a candle on. You want the candle. The candle is the best. Yeah, yes, yes, whatever. The candle is the best. Eventually you'll be able to relax and know how to look to just see the colour come and stay for a longer period of time for you to see the, the difference in colours. So you've got to just relax, be quiet. If it's this orangey colour, you'll see this orange coming out. If it's a sort of uh, a light, lightish colour, it's not really the aura. It's sort of like... Uh, I don't know, if you can think of smoke, <laughs> if you can think of smoke that's orange. You've got the, um, the phrase, for instance, a green thumb for gardeners because the, the energy that's coming out of their fingertips is green. You have the phrase red with rage, anger. is this red colour and so the auric colour is red and that generally comes out, it flashes out of the person when they're angry. The sensuality, now sensuality is sexuality, it's when people are, you know, this is around, of course, the, the sex, sexual area. And so the aura around there, for most people, is this brownie colour. It's a brownie colour, it's a red-brown, it's got a bit of red in it, but it's a brownie colour. Right? And the stronger it is, the more they involve in sex. The lighter it is, the more they're free from thinking too much about that or generating that. So everyone then has this type of colour in that area. So if people are jealous, now jealous is this 
type of uh, emotion, affection, which is some um, devotion. And affection is pink, right? So, and that'll generally be down here, lower down, and sometimes around the heart and chest. See, when people, for instance, that they say in love with each other, they're sending into each other their auric energy. And if you can see the aura, you can actually see the exchange of pink energy. And it's often pink with red spots in it because of the strength of their, their love. It's a sort of a passionate red with the pink. So the pink is affection and the red is their passion. And so you can see this, it's very strongly generated. So what I'm sort of trying to also say is that there's general colours around the head, it's always this colour, except for when you're a very high spiritual being and the colours then become very, very bright, the head aura becomes stronger um, and, and wider and becomes more defined, like a halo. Whereas most it's uh, more like a radiation and it sort of moves more. So, so the stronger the intellect, so if the person is very intellectual, there will be more orange. If the person doesn't, um, is lighter in their thinking, it will be less orange. So you can tell the person, the quality of the person, by the strength of the aura or the colouring of the aura that they have. But, um, but like this, you cannot see over the jealousy, you cannot see around the head. This is, you won't see this around the no, head, no. More, uh, It'll be down here. It'll be solar plexus and sometimes in the heart. In so the they're heart. sending this, well, in the chest area. They bring it into the chest and they send it out. The compassion is more often will be seen on the fingertip. It's also the energy of healing. So when, when people are trying to heal, they'll generate this. This type of blue, if you've ever seen anyone, for instance, praying at an altar, say a Catholic, they're sincerely praying. This is this blue of devotion. So they really want to unite with Jesus or God. So... So you can see that these types of colours here, these are the, some of the main colours, uh, all the main colours that, that, that you'll see. When you practice, it's best just to concentrate on your head and on your hands. But you understand, for me, I'm not interested so much in the aura. The aura tells me nothing, or next to nothing. Because I can work out a person's psychology very quickly. I know that everyone's got the intellect, the, that colour around the head. I know most people have got the adaptability there. So what am I looking at? You know, I'm, you know, I'm looking in maybe the eyes to see a bit of violet, are they psychic? But I will know that quickly. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing is there is a flash, an internal flash, and I can see the entire aura in one second. And then my mind will immediately say, oh, well, that's such and such, uh, or such and such a person. But what I'm more interested in is the the way their mind's thinking, how dull or closed are their minds, or how bright and luminous is their mind. I don't care whether they're involved in sensuality or all those things. That's all irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, when you get to be clairvoyant, it it can be quite embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want this either. Like, you know... One of the things I, I just point out to you, what people have in their minds is their strongest image. Whatever they were doing, whatever they want. Now, for instance, you see two young lovers 
um, to get in, I arm and arm. What are you going to see when you look at the auras in, in their, their minds? You'll see them making love that night. Mm-hmm. And it can be vivid. You can actually see exactly what they've got in their minds. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go around that sort of thing, just watching people? Mm-hmm. You know, That's not what I'm interested in. No. Right, and so when when I was getting these types of images, I had I stopped. And you don't want to send images either, right? So as you become more clairvoyant, and one of the reasons why people are not clairvoyant is because they're too selfish. They're very selfish and they manipulative. Yes, they're devious. They're scheming. Then you know, you've you've all had relationships. Sometimes you strongly wanted to influence your partner, you're angry at your partner or whatever, or your partner's angry at you. They send these auras. You will feel it out from here, from the solar plexus. So you will know, for instance, if you walk into a room and there was an argument, mm. you know, you come just after the argument, you can feel the energies. Yeah. This is their, their aura that they've generated, that they've been attacking each other, and then it attacks you. It jumps into you, and you feel it. See this lightning flash. So if you can think of, of this type of energy attacking you, right? And it's, this auric substance is attacking you, and it's going into your solar plexus. You're absorbing it into your body. You had to actually manifest a shield, so you have to actually put a very strong energy around your your solar plexus. But the best thing is to walk away. You don't stand in the environment of that sort of person. If I walk into a bar, you know, where people are drinking alcohol, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I might take a bit of wine if you guys offer me wine at lunch or whatever. But you know, it's only a little bit. But if I go where people are, you know, really drinking alcohol. All of that energy presses upon me, and you know, so I feel around me a bubble of this this auric substance that's pressing against my aura because my aura is so radiant. It's it's like this because my body will not allow those things to come into me. But you're you don't have that protection, so their substance jumps into you. So the emotional substance jumps into you if they're angry, if you're angry, you send it out to somebody else, and this is karma. Emotional karma, mental karma. This type of energy is what black magicians do, what witchcraft is all about. Can you please explain? You can make people sick and you can kill them like this. Well, if the person is attacking you with the aura, it's hitting you. It's the same as hitting you physically, but they're doing it with the aura. They're browbeating you with their minds and their emotions. Right, and as you said, it took you two days to calm down because the substance had to come out of you. That person will, sometime in the future life, have to receive the same, the same, because that's his karma or her karma. Not too sure what it is, but so you understand. Whatever you send out like this, and therefore, when we learn these arts, we can only learn these arts when we are harmless. When we're totally loving, we're only thinking of helping other people. I'm here because I'm helping you to understand. You know, therefore, you know, I can have these perceptions. And this is what meditation teaches you. You learn many things and you see many things in meditation. As I said, these lovers, 
you know, at one stage I was walking around because I was meditating upon the future war and I'd see these young people and I'd see the way they die. I'd say, ah, this person's going to be going to a ship and the ship's going to explode. I see the fire and they're gone. Uh, I saw that a woman, for instance, would, would be bombed in a house and it's going to be a world war. So you understand, it's, you can see the person's death, you can see the whole future. You can't say it to the person. Right, but you understand, you know, you can be sympathetic, but on the whole, you you just have to be calm and quiet, and you understand that this is the way things must be. You are, are compassionate all the time, and it's only through compassion, only looking at how to help. There's no other thing in your mind but that. And for instance, if there's this type of person that, that's, that's attacking you like this, oh, you sorry. actually have to leave altogether. Oh, yes. You cannot, don't stay in the aura. Go, go out, go to the park immediately. Why are you, why are you going to be there for, for all that time to be attacked? But you've got to use your mind, you've got to use your wisdom. You know, the wisdom is what you must have. Therefore, you have to help, but if you can't help at that time, you go. You will help later. You'll say, okay, this was the problem. And you talk to that person when they're um, not so angry, when they've calmed down. You'll figure out the right way to help. It's like with your children. You know, the children's naughty. You don't always go spank them. You, you say, well, you know, I have to talk to my child. I have to tell her or him um, this and this and this. Or you tell them to, to you know, there's different ways of helping the child and, and not just through violence. <laughs> And sometimes parents want to do that because the child's so naughty. But it's not that. It's you're thinking out all the time how best to help. And the same with adults. How best to help. And if you can't help, don't stay there. Go. There's no need to be there. You don't need to be attacked. For me, you know, if I'm walking even down a normal street, it's for me not a pleasant experience. You know, what people go to do to enjoy themselves. For me, I avoid, because that, to me, most of that is an attack. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy for the people, okay, they're enjoying themselves, but it's not what, what I, my, my energy is too, too sensitive to those types of um, quite low energies. As you become more, more meditative and spiritual, um, you become more attuned to these energies, much more sensitive. And but the aura, you know, as I said, seeing the gross aura is not so important. It's internal vision, and you learn very quickly to analyze. And then you've done the analysis, and you move on. There's other things to do, more important things to do. My meditations are so vast; it's almost impossible to describe to you what I'm talking about. You know, like, for instance, solar evolution, how solar systems come into being. You know, I'm, I'm talking about laws of of mind and things like that, you know, it's, it's where the average person is, or the average person at universities. I have no idea of what I'm really writing about. It's it's so far away from them. So my meditations and so where average people are at, it, it's it's almost irrelevant to me because they're not they they they're doing the right thing for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to change that. I'm only here to change people or to educate people that want to learn more about the spiritual life, learn how to be more loving, because ultimately it's all I'm trying to teach you, is how to love each other better, or love humanity, love all of nature better. 
And this is what this path is about. And you can't love a person by being attacked by the person. Um, you go away. You figure out how to help the person. If you can't help, then you don't need a relationship with that person. It's, it's just you know, pointless, is it not? You, know, you only need to help or to see the aura and to see this ethic body, you don't need clairvoyance. It's a function of the eye. It's actually little chakras at the eye. Mm. And so it's just training the eye, um, allowing the mind. It's also a form of mind training because you have to not react and you have to just relax so you can see. Um, but later on, you say, oh, it's not that important. There's more important things to meditate on. This is just the beginning. Uh, yeah, fear is a, a grey. What fear is, it's more, it's got these grey and it's got these constricting. So it's, it's grey with these constricting lines. And what it does, so you, you fear and you bring your energy in. So and it's this grey that comes out, and you bring your energy in, and so it traps your aura in a cage. Uh, it's grey or grey blue or grey green, but it's got this grey grey energy. The bands of energy around it traps, it keeps close your aura close. Um, it's not a good energy um, to have because if you're always fearful and frightened of things, then that. Come, the energy comes into you and will make you sick, especially in the lungs, yes, in the chest. Yes, that's right, it's what it will produce. You have to understand that everything is energy. You've, you've studied this from Siberia and you know that everything is energy and what you have to understand is that when everything is energy, and this is just um, different states of energy, different types of energy that you can see clairvoyantly or you can see when you're trained to see it. And so the energy has an effect upon you, good or bad, right? And what you're trying to do is make an energy body that is strong and radiant, vibrant. So it'll ward off diseases and not produce sicknesses. It makes you healthy and it'll make you eventually a healer. Um, But if you have anxiety, worry, fears, all these energies descend into you and produce congestion or inflammation. There's two types of sicknesses, one based on congestion. Congestion is asthma, bronchitis, things like that, colds. (laughs) And inflammation is the flu, cancer. So that's when your energy is going out of you all the time. So you're weakening your whole body because through strong emotions, emotional reactions, you know, all this time your energy is going out and then it makes a vortice. You get no energy left to you make get your, no body, your body work healthy. properly. That's then right. you get all this kind of horrible Then you get those diseases because of dissipation of energy. So there's one is you put the energy into you and the other is you just throw the energy out of you because of all of these um, worries and frustrations and, and anger, for instance. Always talking is another way and <laughs> produces problems in the throat. Um, so you understand, you have to learn. We have to learn to control our energy body, to be calm always, loving, because this generates healing energy. Love makes healing energy. And um, not to worry not to fear things. Everything will take care of itself. 
nothing is that important, really. I mean, you know, you all, uh, you know, you, you've lived your life. I'm sure you, not like me, I have to <laughs> move from my flat now. I, you know, I'm changing from place to place. So, you know, but um, you know, you don't have to worry about these sorts of things. You've got other sort of things to worry about. And you have to learn not to worry about those things. Let those children, etc., life take care of itself. You look after yourself. Produce a radiant aura. Try to make your aura like this: lemon yellow and blue, sky blue, and and like a lemon, and make it. You know, if you see the pictures of the saints, um, or this the picture that the front cover of that book, the aura is just like that. That one. <laughs> yes. Now that's a fully enlightened being, a master. So you understand that you have to think more about your energy body and the way you affect others uh, with your energy body and the way other people affect you. You have to learn to protect yourself and you protect yourself by <laughs> putting shield up. Well, you actually have to sort of think of like being in a suit of armour, armour like a knight, this sort of thing, but especially around your solar plexus. But the best is to go away. You don't need to be in the environment of somebody like that. I don't need to go out where alcoholics. Like a circle, yeah. protecting. Yeah, but especially around here, um, and you just make a, a strong colour of of your aura, and, and you just push outwards with your energy. This type of um, orange is good, green, whatever colour that you can manifest. But on the whole, it's best to go. Um, you, you're supposed to become wise. Mm. Right, and therefore use your wisdom, use your intelligence. You're, you're, you're controlling your emotions. And so the less emotional you are, the better it is. You won't. And if you develop a strong aura, um, these blue and um, you know, the, the very vibrant colour, it will actually repel. The energy will not come into you. They can only come into you, you know, what we call a like receives like. If it's of the same nature, it will jump into you. If you've got nothing in that um, that can have that, it may try to jump in, but it won't last long. If somebody sends me strong energies of that sort of nature, it'll hit my aura and then bounce and hit them much harder <laughs> because of the nature of my aura. They'll get angrier or whatever it is because of they're, they're not making an effect and they're getting the energy back. <laughs> you understand? All, all of our wor work is to produce these very clear light energy, bright light energies, and less and less these dull, heavy colours. If it's brown, if it's blackish, if it's deep red, if it's got um, greys in it, you don't want to know about it. You know, grey is selfish, or you know, selfishness, or is um, grey-green, right? This is a, like this colour of adaptability. People are used to handling life situation. It's this grey-green uh, because they're selfish but they're manipulating everything around them. But they're surviving this world very well. And that selfishness is that sort of colour. So you'll learn this. But So these, these colours of the aura are quite nice to see when you can see it. In practice, you should be able to see at least around your head you know, the bright uh, orange colour which you should have. That bright colour sometimes you see is okay, and it could be there, but you have to check to see if there's a, a different band. 
Whereas if you look in the mirror, you'll see that your aura as you move will move with your head. And it's it's like a mist. It's it's the best if you can think of mist. a mist like like a mist in a uh, a room. As I say, in, in the bath or where where Yeah, mm. yeah. And if you put a light through the mist, <laughs> it's um, more like um, what the aura is, and it's just you know, you'll see it around you. It's not that. As I said, it just takes a bit of practice. But to see the play of your energies and your fingers, you should be able to do that easy enough. Through travelling, and it's the same sort of thing again as before you go to bed, you just relax. And what will happen, this is for you, is that your body will start to spin. Your, Your consciousness, you'll feel the spinning like this. And this is just before you leave your body. And what you'll do, what most people will do, as soon as it starts spinning, you react. Spinning is so. No, no, no. The energy, ah. the energy is spinning ah. just before you, just before you leave your body, and you actually have to go with the spin. You actually have to let yourself go into that spinning, and then you're out of your body. Don't worry about that. For for you, for all of you, I, I suggest do not bother with astral projection. Right? What you're trying to do is develop the mind, and the mind means that the astral body will dissipate. It's it's it's, it's you you go straight into the mental plane, and if you are a disciple, the astral plane is not where you're aiming for. You're trying to go to the mental plane or to the soul. You want to go to the master wisdom and learn from from them mm-hmm. not to travel into hell states or whatever to look at things. It's, it's not of any interest to you. You, as soon as you lose, leave your body, you're what you really are spiritually. And what you really are spiritually could be a very wise, enlightened being incarnating into this. <laughs> you understand? It thinks different than what you now think what you really are it knows about reincarnation it you know, knows exactly where to go and it goes there and comes back with the information sometimes you may remember a little bit in a dream and we will later on, you can analyse the dream, I mean, they're, they're bright dreams, it's vivid dreams and we can talk about those they, they have meaning it's always good to read before you go to bed yes but it's very exciting when you never get it. <laughs> 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 you keep on to keep on living. It's okay. It's okay if you don't have to go to work next day. <laughs> but if you, you know, if you need to go to work, if you've got that ritual, of course you have to go to sleep to, to get up. Oh, yeah. So there's the problem. What we're trying to just give you is this simple these these exercises, just to give you a bit to to practice. Mm-hmm. And then this is also the beginning of actually seeing the divas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this plus the meditation. You need to do the meditation, but this practice will enable you to actually see the divas. We don't bother so much to see the divas outwardly with the clairvoyant vision. We see them inwardly. Mm-hmm. They, they, they come and talk to us in our meditation, in our consciousness. Mm-hmm. So they'll send us thoughts and then we'll respond with our thoughts. So it's telepathically. But you'll get an impression. An impression is a quick vision of the diva. And sometimes you can hold that vision for a longer period of time as the diva's talking to you. So this is the, from this the next step 
is this practice. So later on you forget about this because you're living inwardly and to have the inward vision rather than the external vision. The external vision, as I said, has got its problems. As, you, as I mentioned, for instance, you can get the whatever's the strongest on the mind of a person and it's, you know, if they're thinking of having sex, that's what you're going to get into their mind, in your mind. Uh, whatever the image is, it could be something else, it could be you know, anything, you know, making money. And you don't want to bother with those sorts of things, they're not important. You know, so this is external vision. The internal vision is much... Um, it's, uh, the word is refined. It's much more refined mm-hmm. and vaster and it's quicker. So instead of spending a half an hour trying to see the energy around, you can see it like this. You've seen the energy, you've already interpreted it, you go on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So you can see this internal vision. This is what we're learning in meditation. This talk is really about the aura starting with meditation, but this is the beginning of meditation.